pretty good. Oh. We did it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sex and the Sex. In the Sex. This is Sex and the City podcast. My name's Anna Wolf. I'm a comedian actor and I've seen all the episodes of Sex and the City. Cool. Um, <laughs> I love that. Cool story. Like, <laughs> you should just start negging all of us in this entire podcast, Irvi. I feel like that's like perfect for you to be like, yeah, that's so great, Anna. Well done. Oh, oh my God. Did you find $20? Yeah. Wow. Um, my name's Irvi Pajamdo. I've watched every episode heaps of times. I'm Jordan Barr. I am seeing them for the first time now. And we have a special guest. I'm very excited that they're here. Can you please introduce yourself? Hi. (laughs) Uh, My name is Patrick Dennis Silva. Um, And I. Hi. (laughs) What's up? Um, And I have literally just finished watching all of. Sex in a City <gasps> two days ago. Oh my god! Fantastic. What in preparation, or you're just doing it coincidentally? Yeah, I knew this day was coming, and I was like, <laughs> "I better be fucking prepared." No, I, I like, I've seen bits of it when I used to live um, with Honor during uni. I saw like bits and bots, <laughs> and when I was young, Mum would like never let me watch it because it was too much sex. Mm. But, like, not that she's conservative, but and so, and then finally during last lockdown, like me and my boyfriend were just like, "Let's just do it," and then. We just watched so an episode good. every time we had dinner and now it's done. Oh, oh my God. God. It's such a nice. So is that, is that, cause we've got, we have a few questions for our guests and one of them is what is your relationship to sex and the city? So like, is it, were you prepped for it to be a dinner time show or did you think it was going to be like something more serious? No, you know what? It was like, for some reason, I never thought I would go back to it. And then just because, like, I'd never really watched much of it. So I didn't, like, I had an idea of it. And then we literally, literally were just like, oh, let's just put something on while we're eating. And then one episode went to three and then went to four. And then afterwards we just, like, it just became our ritual, like, <laughs> eating. And, it, and then, like, and then the way that, like, we would say it, Tyler would be like, and do you want to do sex? <laughs> <laughs> and, um... And for a while, I was confused because, like, we never have sex anymore. Yeah, we <laughs> Join the club, and... man. But, yeah, I was converted afterwards. Then I was like, yes, I get it. Yeah. yeah you get it. You get it. Um, also, Patrick, can you just uh, uh, explain who you are and what you do as well? Just because I want you to plug. <laughs> I want you to know. I just want you yeah. to plug um, our uh, comedy duo. <laughs> yes, That'd be great. <clears throat> so I'm also an actor and comedian, and I'm part of a comedy duo called uh, Sandra's Baskets. And no, <laughs> I, we're, called Hot, we're called Hot Department, and we do sketch comedy, and um, we uh, have just done comedy festival, and now we are doing on, online um, TikTok. I don't know. We're doing we sketch comedy. And who's that? Is that what you want? Who do it with you? I do it with Anna Wolf. Who's yeah. that? Also, who's what, that? What you, yeah, what you like? <laughs> Uh, she's fine we, we <laughs> kind of don't weird. really have much to do with each other we just we sort of like go we do our business and then we sort of go our separate lives so it's nice you know you keep work work, work separate, separate wow she sounds life. great yeah. also we have a lot of sexual tension so it's better to keep that way yeah yeah, yeah absolutely it makes it makes the work really electric um, yeah. <laughs> and so we, Patrick, 
Patrick, now that you've seen, sorry, Jordan, uh, I'm just going to take over for a second um, with a stranger. Um, now that you've seen all of Sex and the City, is there a character that you most relate to in the series <clears throat> or are there a couple? Yes, I think that it's always a bit of a mix. Mainly, I do love my Samantha. I think Samantha is like my go-to. Mm. Um, but I grew to love Charlotte a bit more need the end just like she just really because she grew on me just don't say any spoilers because jordan jordan hasn't seen this oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sorry yeah. so when she like finally gets her like um pilot license and she starts fighting <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, but i think i think samantha the most and then like miranda for me like she's not this new like i just always appreciate her i really love her um i just yeah she's like not my like go to but she's like the one that I'm like yes you are always like mm -hmm. the voice of reason mm -hmm. you're always like so honest um, and I really appreciate that yeah and um I couldn't care less for Carrie really wow. <laughs> yeah so Carrie's yeah. a lot <laughs> who do you think is in you who do you think you are I think I'm um I'm, 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 I'm Samantha. Wrong. Cross with, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Cross, um, cross with um, the, her, um, uh, Miranda's house carer. What's her oh, name? Oh, yeah. Magda. Magda. Yeah. Magda. Oh, Jordan. Yeah. Magda. You know, I, actually, I think I'm a lot of Steve. I think I'm a lot of Get Steve. Out. Nah, Steve. Yeah, we don't like Steve here. <laughs> Really? Steve's no, right. I can, but I can understand why Patrick would, you know, see like just, Steve as a character that he could relate to. Absolutely. Just his optimism sometimes. Sometimes just, I think I'm too optimistic. Right. You're, you're, a, you're a, a Steve that isn't a... Psychopath. You're just isn't a person that's gonna, <laughs> well, yeah, person that's going to put down his partner because they're rich. If anything, you're a Steve that's looking for a wealthy partner. Yeah. <laughs> you're not yeah. a guy who's going to put down their partner for not sending them feet pics, you know? Like you're different yeah. to Steve. Oh no! If anything, I'd be encouraging or being um, asking to give my feet pick. Um, but yeah, but no, I love Samantha. But yeah, except for a few times when she's like quite homophobic or like <laughs> just oh, yeah. Like... oh yeah, yeah. We the the last episode of season three, which we actually have only recently recorded, so it's still fresh in our minds. It's particularly transphobic and homophobic. Oh, oh my god, yes. God. But so also bad. this episode, like throw a stone into the Sex and the City um, episode, and you will find homophobia, uh, homophobia. <laughs> whatever you want but oh. also a lot of redeeming qualities as well exactly that's a thing at least it's funny no not the not the <laughs> not when they're phobic um just generally uh, <laughs> um uh, so this episode is called the real me and patrick we asked you to watch it did you I did. Oh wow. God, I um, did. One thing that we do is we read out uh, synopsises at the start of the episode and it's my turn. And guys, we don't have KGF. What? Oh, no. Who we got? I miss them. We have, we have Ladrov. Oh. <laughs> um, That's sexy. And it's long, so strap in. <clears throat> okay. Strap in, baby. Episode yeah. two, season four, The Real Me. While Carrie and Stanford hang out of the bar of the Brasserie 8, half in Midtown Manhattan, um, they go, they run into Lynn Cameron, an old friend who is producing a New York fashion show featuring her. Meanwhile, Miranda can't believe it when a hunky guy at her gym asks her out on a date, telling her he thinks she's sexy. Samantha is trying to get ready to pose 
for nude photos, sticking to a healthy organic diet. She says she wants to remember her body as it turns out her vagina. Oh, my, I've just whoa. Uh, as it turns whoa. out her vagina. Good <laughs> guess. As it, uh, sorry, as uh, uh, as it is, she wants to remember her body as it is before everything goes south. Um, Charlotte has to make a trip to the gynecologist because as it turns out, her vagina is depressed. The doctor gives her antidepressants and tells her to keep a vagina journal. Later, she sets up Stanford with her old wedding stylist, Anthony Maritino, for Carrie's big day as a model. God, I'm not even halfway through this. This um, is so elaborate. <laughs> I know. When, uh, when he had asked her about Stanford on the phone, Charlotte describes him as a young Ed Harris. When Anthony sees Stanford at the fashion show, <laughs> he's not happy and he takes off. Carrie is backstage at the fashion show thinking she's going to wear a beautiful blue sequin dress by Dolce & Gabbana. Backstage, the designer, played by Alan Cumming, says there has been a change in plans and she's now wearing a pair of jeweled panties. Carrie freaks out. Um, he says not to worry. There's also a blue jacket to go with it. Carrie's not sure she can go on stage like this. She asks Samantha to come backstage to tell her honestly how she looks. She likes this. Oh, sorry. She tells her um, she's a model and she looks fabulous. Carrie goes on and promptly falls on in her stiletto shoes. Heidi Klum follows her down the runway and Stanford exclaims, oh, my God, she's fashion roadkill. Carrie can't do much else besides get up and laugh it off and flash her best smile. Her courage to get back up inspires her friends to face their fears as well. Can I uh, just quickly say something? Uh, Patrick, when I invited you onto this podcast, I didn't know what this episode entailed. <laughs> um, and then it's so soon as the podcast, as soon as the episode started, and they're like, and it was a, uh, about Stanford's storyline and him, you know, trying so to find funny. a date. And it had this, like, you know, real two gay men um, storyline in it. I was immediately embarrassed because I felt like <laughs> it was complete, like, tokenism, like, choosing you to be on this podcast. No, so, I get it. I, you needed the gay best friend. And here I am. So let me and just that's why you're here. Yeah. I know. Um, I, was, I thought it was all, like, some weird planning that she'd done. But no. No, no. It was I, pretty I, funny, though. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was planned in, because it's funny but because you didn't you know that's it wasn't planned but in saying that this episode is really good so you are welcome oh it's, it's an so iconic good. episode um but i do apologize for seeming as if i brought you on just for your gay <laughs> viewpoint your male gay viewpoint i did bring you on as a token i <laughs> knew what was happening in my mind's eye and i said fantastic we have to get Thank him you. on and do you have someone that you'd lined up for me? Yes, his name is Craig Barr. He's a dish. Um, <laughs> he's my dad. <laughs> um, I yeah, because I was like, I don't know if it's like offensive to art school. Um, it's like we'll we find out. I guess like if you felt throughout your life, because I always feel like I've got um, friends who I'm like, oh, it's my gay best friend, and then. Um, like when I was younger um but is that really annoying for you or people <laughs> you know to be honest I haven't had it that much that's really good um I, I don't know yeah because yeah, you're not but all that because <laughs> oh, I um, want to I be have, a best friend really because I don't actually have that many friends Irving, yeah so that really hurt um wow that burned no um but it has happened a few times and when it does happen it's quite funny for me like yeah. it's like it's a very but it's quite um it actually happened recently where I went to this party and 
this um, um, woman like was like, we were just having, I was having chat, like a full on chat with people. And then she came by and she was like, um, all right, this is Jonathan. And we're like, hi. And then she's like, and then she just left. And Jonathan's like, oh, oh, oh. and he was so drunk. And we're like, okay, hi. Uh, so anyway, so we carry on. And then like, and then we just noticed him sitting there awkwardly. And then we're like, um, how are you? Yeah. And I just left and I came back later and I didn't even realize, but they were like, you know, she was trying to set you up with this guy. Oh, really? And then, <laughs> and then for the rest of it, he kept like popping up in conversations and mm. um, I had to put it, yeah. But it was just like, I wouldn't have like realized but then afterwards I was like it's pretty funny because like just how confident she was was like um this is my friend and you should be friends totally in saying that you have fucked a lot of men so she thought that you're probably pretty easy oh (laughs) sorry that's such an awful thing to say you're not wrong there let me line you up with a sure thing honey (laughs) (laughs) it was on a list the town bicycle <laughs> More like a, a big sack, the town sack. Just like a no, big baby. Um, um, so, all oh, right, so that's a setting up um, thing. Yeah, I that sounds and, yeah, tough. That it, happens it, a lot, but I, I'm not too fast because I'm also like. But do you I'm get annoying like, girls saying you're their best friend all the time? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, so, <laughs> um, well, that person that I work with that I was saying. It's not so much that she says we're best friends, but she just keeps saying, like, when are you going to propose? I, I did used to find it hilarious at university because Pat and I have been friends for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, people are like, oh, I remember, the, I think there was, like, a cabaret about it or this cabaret song about having a gay best friend like oh. that someone made and being like, you can take them shopping and they've got great fashion. <laughs> yeah. Great fashion sense and all this kind of stuff. Whereas with Pat, I feel like, you know, our friendship is very genuine. It's not tokenistic. No. It's not a us, you know, the things that we get from each other is a mutual understanding and mm. not necessarily okay. like Honestly. giving each other like fashion advice. And yeah. Stuff like yeah that. Getting... It would be hilarious if I was like, Pat, take me shopping. <laughs> well, that would that would be the worst decision because I don't have good fashion taste. I think that's the. Yes. It's... And also. It, well, in the past, you haven't. I feel like you're definitely developing. Um, I fell in love with my gay best friend in um, year seven. Oh, like, yeah. wait, it was year eight. It was tragic. It was my first love. And um, I wrote him a note um, to tell him that I loved him. Um, and we because we spent all this time together and he used to have, like, it's like looking back, all the signs were there. Like, he introduced me to ABBA. Um, <laughs> he'd always, like, come to school with his, like, ABBA mixtapes. And, like, here, babe, just listen to this. And I'd be, like, um, listening to it, being like, oh, my God, he's, like, trying to tell me something. And then, like... <laughs> Honey, yeah, honey, honey. Literally, it was like, um, it's like, if you change your mind, <laughs> the best deadline. And I'm like, oh, I can sing that. Um, he had like perfect nails. He had like blue and purple, um, like braces, you know, like when you have like the different colors you can get. I was like, he had gay got, like, braces. Like, on. <laughs> yeah. And then I wrote him a letter and we just never spoke about it. And he was like so awkward and just um was just like, I don't feel the same way. It was really awkward. I just oh. had to get over it. Oh my god. When that did hurt. you find out? When when was it confirmed? Um, I don't know if he's out yet or what. Um, I feel like we missed <laughs> if you just out someone on the podcast. Um, didn't say their name. And also we um oh maybe I shouldn't do that, hey. 
but who's what are the chances but i do post about it all the time oh well um well, i don't think we follow each other on social media but um i moved it's, schools it's okay i can edit it out if you need to but that's it. i'm so I glad you, to didn't have say that. you didn't say no. that oh, it's so unclear no 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 no, no. exactly and i moved schools and i'm not sure if they are out but they were my best friend at the time and i love them i love that it's getting more and more specific as to who it is you're like and i moved schools and they look on this like we don't see each other anymore i didn't say their name if i said their name it would be daniel i would have said uh, daniel stevens so we're friends for three months and four days. No, um, oh, oh I, I fucked him. I know that. I, I hope you did because I hope that's the case. I but, would bring him over oh. this way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. So anyway, it was funny. That's beautiful. <laughs> My mum and dad used to try and set me up with um, filmographer um, Andrew oh, yeah. Mills when I was in primary school. We all know Andrew. <laughs> oh, they used to yeah. always be like, you and Andrew, there's something there. And I feel like we're just friends, mum. Oh my god! <laughs> Lo and behold, two Andrew's poofs. Is, Andrew Mills is hot though. Oh, he's a baby. You guys, yeah, anyone like, video? He was so yeah. pretty in primary school as well. He's he was pretty, pretty boys so. kill you. Mm. Yeah, mm. my crush he is, is pretty. Mm. Um. I was also in primary school, so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine that I said that. Every time you say Andrew Mills, I think Rob Mills, and I'm like, how? <laughs> but um. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> even when he posted that video that he made of you um i was like well they're in like i was like oh Millsy's doing like video clips now <laughs> yeah my two friends yeah he was an australian idol and now he does video footage <laughs> <laughs> yeah i always just assumed that any guy that liked me was gay and was just using me as some kind of like um pretense that they're you know straight yeah, oh, and that did Miranda. happen a bit, and they were gay. So yeah, I am Miranda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I'm a fugly mole. I know. <laughs> Weirdly, in this episode, I I felt really close to um, oh I don't know. Yeah, but like Samantha, I don't know. Just with some of the shit that totally. she was saying, I was like, I feel like that really um, I feel like I've said that a few times. Being mm. like, fuck it, who cares? I want to show my sexy body. Like <laughs> we're all going to hate ourselves when we're older anyway. Totally. Um, nice to like look back and be like, fuck yeah, it's a mm. tight ass. For a sure. tight um, I I felt like I really related to Miranda in this episode as well. Um, I think you did too. <laughs> watching some bits in it, I was like, that's a very Jordan thing to, that's a Jordan way to react. Really? Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> says a lot (laughs) but why did you relate to her um well we i i um i think uh mainly in like the the thing where like she was like i've always i've never no one's ever been like you're sexy like i would be i feel like i would react in the same way of just being like someone said that i was like sexy like in that way i'd be like okay like i've I'm fine with people thinking I'm, I'm fine with people thinking I'm attractive. Okay. For the last time, but like, I, um, I can understand like cute or something like exactly what Miranda says, where it's like, I, I can be cute or smart. Not that one, but I have net like sexy would be like, okay, what are you? And then like, like it was interesting as well when Carrie says, well, then you're not, well, she says it to Stanford, but she says, you're not seeing what I'm seeing, which I think, um, is very relatable in groups of friends when you hear a friend going on about something and you're just like that is shocking to me like you don't like that that is full-on body dysmorphia or like you just you just cannot see yourself from other people's perspective anyway i thought that was really interesting for sure absolutely that's that's absolutely something i can relate to too i remember once 
Alex said, uh, oh, yeah, you're so hot. And I was like, ugh. Like, no, I'm not. I was like, I would never describe myself as like a hot girl. Like I could be like, uh, you know, in saying there's still confidence. I'm like, yeah, I reckon if someone could see me in a kind of, ooh, interesting, but like interesting but beautiful kind of thing or a unique looking person or, um, you know, cute or pretty um, or yeah. whatever, but yeah. never hot. And then Alex said, like, I think I've, I've talked about this before, but Alex said the perfect thing. This was, like, you know, like five years ago or something. So I was, like, swooned <laughs> When really you were easily. hot. When I was <laughs> hot, yes. Yeah. So I was, that like, was before you had all that boiling water on your face. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, it's... I am. Um, I. Uh, I feel like Sorry. over referring to when I. I use this I'm face on my face. Sorry, um, I don't know why I said that. It's so bad. You've hurt my feelings, and I'm upset. No, no. But let me just quickly finish what this. Was so it? Alex, Alex said. Um, he said, "Okay, yes, all right. Well, not hot, but you remind me of um those women in like Renaissance painting paintings when they're like naked and like the yeah. curves of their body." And he said. I mean, there's some fucking ugly Renaissance paintings, but like, I think he was like <laughs> those tiny little demon babies. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. Oh, no, you look but, like that. No, no, he said, <laughs> I look like the naked bodies in like Renaissance paintings, like the women in Renaissance paintings. Um, probably because I'm white. Um, but and then he was like. But it was nice as well because he said, I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. <laughs> no, no. You have ruined this beautiful moment of me and Alex's dating history. No, please. No, keep saying please. it's nice. It's, it's nice. so cute. What so happened? Said, talking about being said, hot. That's right, yeah. Body. Um, no, he said, I, I, you remind me of the Renaissance paintings um, and they were the first naked women I ever saw and I was so um, overcome by their, like, beauty and I, you look exactly the same or whatever. Oh, anyway, in, like, really you know, nice. he said it in, in a better way than that. Overcome or did he come to them? Overcome. Right. And he probably came to them too. Yeah. Dirty boy. In the gallery. Dirty boy. Um, um, that's that so really cute. Nice. Yeah, but I felt weird people being, like, hot. Whereas nowadays I'm a little bit more like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm hot. Um, For sure. But it's in the like, past I was like, I've never, no one's, and I think also going to high school when people are like, oh, who's, like, the hot girl? It oh, yeah, never, never me. me. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God, it was so sure. funny. There was There's a girl who went to our high school. I did... Um, I did Pilates today and um, she was hosting the Pilates session and I turned to my partner and I was like, you don't understand. She was like the hot, she was like the hottest girl in our year. Like it was oh, like, yes. yeah. she, and, and it was just like, it was just so interesting. I was like, no, no, no. Like that was her like title. Like, and it was, it was like people had other opinions and there were other people that people found more attractive, but it was like, mm. in my mind, it was like, there were like three girls that it was like, yep, it's number one, number two, number three. So anyway, I've gone on a tangent, but I think it is that word association, like sexy, hot, cute. It's like, uh, th there's so many things that in our brain, we associate those words to that when somebody links you to something that you don't see yourself as, it kind of pulls you out of who you think yeah. you are, who you perceive yourself to be. For sure. This actually perfectly links into the first theme that I would like to talk about in this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, which is uh, self-awareness um, crossed with how you do want people to, how you desire for people to see you. So, you know, I, I feel like we see this a lot in this episode, for instance, with Miranda. She has this self-awareness that she's like, I've never been, you know, uh, I've never been someone 
that someone walks up at the gym mm-hmm. without me wearing any makeup and me being all sweaty and saying, hey, you're very attractive. Like I've never been that person. I've never seen myself as that. I've always been like, oh, I'm interesting. I'm smart. Um, I'm unique looking. I, you know, I'm attractive. But she's never been someone that they've said sexy, like you said, Jordan. Or, for instance, also in this episode with um, Carrie, her being asked to be a um, normal person model in this mm. New New York runway thing where they have a mix of writers and a mix of actual models, which I would love to see, by the way. I think I'd cry. I don't know why. I just oh, think, really? I think people being on a runway that aren't, yeah, that aren't models and um, being treated like models, I think it's really beautiful because it's showing, especially, like, in the 90s, because mm. it's showing, like, regular people wearing clothes. Yeah. Like, wearing designer clothes. And I feel like that's such a thing that you Fran don't... Leibowitz was on that runway that night. Yeah. yeah. She wasn't in exactly. the episode because they spent half the episode calling her ugly, but oh, she was... Really? <laughs> I'm really? Right. But, but I think it was, I think it was a beautiful, um, uh, what's it called when, like, paradox or, or um, a um, thing where uh, Carrie... She's like, I'm not a model, but secretly deep down, all she wants is for someone to say, you're a model. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like that kind of self-awareness and, um, yeah, and, and what, what your actual desire is. Like for me, I, I, I don't think I'm extremely hot and attractive and like could be an um, Instagram model. But then part of me is like, oh, if someone, I want someone to be like, you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Totally. You're incredible. Like everyone wants to look like her. You know what? Well, no, I don't really want that. But I want a version of Oh, that, but it'd be you know. nice. Um, yeah, exactly. Who are all the people they were referencing when they, you know, when it's like they're looking at the clothes rack and it's um, the person that you just said? I, like, don't know any references. Who was oh, what it? writers? Heidi Klum is the, the no, model yeah, who gets it. Oh, yeah, you know who uh, Heidi Klum is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I know who the hot so. people are. Um, Fran, Fran Leibowitz and... Um, Rush, what's his name? Um, David Rush. Rich or something. Rich Kosh, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know who he is. I don't just know all her. these, all these other writers, but people uh, that aren't considered to be like beauty. Yeah. And like, and like <laughs> hardcore New York writers. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's why yeah. it was funny with that self-awareness thing that you're talking about on a, um, that Carrie keeps being like, but I'm a writer. And it's just like, she keeps trying to like clump herself into this like pool of people who are like, you know, that's using that trope of just like people who write aren't like exactly beautiful or whatever, but it's like, you're not in the, like, yeah. You just um, are super hot anyway, which is why it's like um, layers of fuckness. But I do feel like you can relate to Carrie and, um, yeah, it's nice. This uh, this episode's super iconic. I just feel bad for, like, anyone who's, like, never going to have Carrie's body shape like me um, or like anyone else who's just watching. I feel like you're like, like, uh, not to be weird in, in terms of, like, promoting weird body talk, but I feel like <laughs> you have the closest of Carrie's body shape out of oh anyone God. else. Like, no. So. All right, let's all rank our Carrie yeah, body. Let's go. <laughs> let's go around. And... How close we are to being Carrie. I'm wondering, yeah, have the, has there ever been a moment where your dreams, because you also see Carrie going backstage with Stanford in this beautiful moment of yeah. friendship where they're, like, um, you know, they've finally kind of been like, oh, you know what? I am a model. And they're both like hyping each other up, being oh, like, yeah, we yeah. are so hot and all yeah. this kind of, you know, shit. And then it kind of comes crashing down. And they're so um, Actually, yeah, I was going to say, um, Irvi or Pat, have you ever had a moment where where <laughs> despite your um, despite your self-awareness, it's kind of shattered. Um, despite your self-awareness, you've kind of pumped yourself up to believe, to like to want people to look at you in a certain way and then it gets shattered. Um, yeah. Yeah, you go. I, I feel like sometimes, especially if I want to go dancing, and I like, and I feel so good about it. I'm like, fuck yeah! I've like practiced these moves, where I'm mm-hmm. like, 
or um or, or what I do a lot is like <laughs> I'll you know walking and I did this since I was a little gay boy um I would walk down like you know walk up like walking home from school and put on like an, you know a song and pretend it's a runway especially when I was like watching mm-hmm. lots of lots of America's Next Top Model and then um and I just you know convinced myself that I was a model and then I come home and you know they're like what the fuck's wrong with your hair or like totally. you know, it's sad. um and then you go to yeah and then you go to dance floor and someone's like <laughs> that's a funny move and oh um <laughs> I have so much trauma from dance memories yeah, yeah, what yeah. are they <laughs> um uh like I feel like do you want to hear my like, deep trauma traumatic yeah. one um so it, it was like year nine I just like busted my gut to like this is like the time when I tried out for that um South Pacific musical and I cried at the audition and they were like okay you can be in it finally um it was that musical and so then it was like the musical after party and we were like dying to go and um my friend's mom picked us up 20 minutes after we got to the musical after party and in that 20 minutes we were like trying to like bust it out and I was just like doing my little dance moves and stuff and then um my friend who was the name of I was like all right let's go home and teach Evie how to dance and then we had to go home and then they were like no you just like do this and this and um it's just like really sad and I had no idea I was bad at dancing and then since then it's been like multiple times and people have been like oh that would be good if you got some lessons or like just saying like oh, oh that's God. a bit wild or like that's cute that you dance totally on chrome so, yeah, oh God, especially oh if God. especially when they mean well if it's like a backwards compliment <laughs> yeah. that like it's like I remember once like it was like a uni we're doing a play and my it was the first time my family came and watched <laughs> and um and it was just like this British it was this like 18th century like English play and we all, you know we all did British accents and I was so proud of mine because um I was just like, you know, I had nothing of a role and I made this like butler role into this character <laughs> and then afterwards my mum was like it's funny how you, um, it's great how your accent kept changing. <laughs> and I just remember like being like literally just ripped me so apart hard. and I just didn't know what to say. And I was like, uh, <laughs> 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 especially when it comes from family. But then I was just like, I have no confidence. And then I had like, we had, a, um, oh, no, I was in that play. It was awful. It, it was awful. Pat and I should have gotten the lead funny roles, but. We got butlers. We got fucking butlers. I was a maid. I was always like so, yeah, I was always chorus member like five or whatever. Um, That's that's funny, yeah. Do you have anything, Jordan, that you wanted to share? No, 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 I'm not allowed. (laughs) No, but um, my... I was going to say there's a couple of moments that reminded me of this. The first one was, yes, just dancing is so vulnerable. Oh, my God. It's so exposing. I still feel so scared dancing these days. Oh, That's why I always enough. just want to get fucking wasted. And actually, ever since that white girl dance TikTok thing, I've been destroyed. <laughs> people are ripped. Like, like, people aren't even saying I feel empowered. <laughs> no, embrace it. Yes. That's I love it. Good. Because yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, fuck yeah. I'll dance like that. Like, Especially yeah. the one where they're like down and they're like, <laughs> you see that it one? Really cuts <laughs> you. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. What were you saying? Um, oh, I was just gonna say, like, um, hyping yourself up. There's like a couple circumstances um reminded me of that the first was like auditioning and like in my, especially when I was like first graduated from drama school and I'd get these auditions and I would literally envision the the next twelve months of my life or whatever how long the contract was and one of my Actually, the very first audition I did was for a cruise line for Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. And I had to go in and sing like, finally, it's happening. 
me. And I hyped myself up so hard for it. I went to the bathroom. I did all these like nervous energy exercises. There was like um this this girl there who I like really admired who was also auditioning and she was like, hey, like just go in there and just remember that you've got something to give. And I was like, absolutely, fuck yeah. And I went in there and I went, finally. And then all the lyrics left my mind. And I was just going, oh. and I froze. And I was, I felt like, I, in my memory, I'm so far away from the panel. Like I must have set myself up at the back of the room. <laughs> they were so far away. And there were like 10 people on the panel because these cruise lines, they have so many people. So oh. it's the longest table at the end. And then they started singing along to help me oh. and clapping. And they were like, finally. <laughs> and then I left and I was like, I, uh, like, and that was like the oh biggest like God. come to Jesus moment of my life where I was like, oh, <laughs> that oh is such God. a wake up call. Oh my God. Um, and the second thing I was going to say, sorry, was um, be, like Carrie realizing that she was, and this is going to sound really shady and don't read into this, but um, I'm sure you guys feel the same way when you book a really good room or you get a really good mm. gig and you're like, this is great. And then you see the lineup and you're like, oh, these are the uh, that you've been putting off booking or like this is are you getting all <laughs> like oh this, okay. like all there's like amazing people there but like there's no big names and you're like sorry everyone <laughs> sorry that's my dad <laughs> no take it uh, yeah come on he'd love to <laughs> be on this it. podcast so who's funny. calling you at this time oh it's your dad he <laughs> never leaves me alone Ah. Oh my god, I love it. Anyway, and that's that's a shitty I haven't felt like that in a long time. I think that was more when I first started out in comedy and think oh, like, totally. you know, and you're like, oh my god, this is happening, this is happening, and this person and this person, and then you're like, ah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's me and it's, Fred. <laughs> it's like someone you really admire, they like they um message you like, hey, I want a project, I want to do it with you, and then you realize they just want you to be an extra or something like that. And you're like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They need a favor. <laughs> Yeah, they, they they literally need a favor, and then they're like, "Oh my god, thank you so much!" And or, this means nothing. Yes, or something that you did um, years ago that you thought was a big opportunity, and now you look back and you're like, "I was doing them a massive favor." Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and while they're young and fresh, yeah. yeah, that's when you're like, "Oh, I'm just one of the normal people, like Fran Lieberwitz." <laughs> yeah, like I'll go Fran Lieberwitz. Oh my god, Poor ring. Jeez Louise. You should be so lucky, Carrie. Fucking hell. Carrie, um, get over yourself. Um, <laughs> I, I think we also see this kind of self-awareness um, shown throughout this. Uh, it's such a shit theme. I'm sorry. I'm like self-awareness. What does that mean? You know what I mean? But, no. I, think, but I think you see it um, with uh, Samantha and Charlotte as well. Like Samantha, because she's going to go take these incredible photos of herself naked um, which everyone was so weird about. Like, literally, what the fuck? Like, it makes so much sense to me. I'm like, yeah, get fucking people. You know Samantha. Yeah. Support her in this. Yeah. Um, and her her having enough self-awareness to be like, sure, some people might see it as vain or whatever. I'm seeing it as me loving myself, me being, you know, um, yeah, there's a purpose towards this. Mm. and um, And this is all for me. But what I love about it is that, there's a self-awareness being like, okay, cool. I'm going to give this to myself. I, I want to, I want to, um, I know that I'm someone that uh, admires myself and I want to see this in the future and be really proud of myself for my body, but also there also being the way that you want to be perceived because this was all for herself. She's doing this as a vanity project in a good way, in a way where mm. you're like, okay, this is for me. 
And then when she isn't getting the attention from people mm. being like, wow, you're so amazing. Like your body's so incredible, especially when she's getting that photo framed. Mm. Yeah, I and, love that scene. And yeah, it's it. so good because she's like <laughs> wanting desperately yeah. for that validation, <laughs> even though the whole the whole premise of getting this photos done for her is her own kind of self-validation. Yeah, for sure. And then in the end, it's like she just needed someone to be like, you look fucking hot in that. And nice like ass. that. She's like, nice ass. Yeah, nice but, ass. Yeah. Which, again, it was one of those so moments good. where I'm like, you know, also when, you know, when like men say creepy stuff sometimes and you're like, oh, why the, I mean, why the fuck would you say that? That's so disgusting. Even if you didn't, well, always, whatever, it's disgusting. But in that moment, I'm like, someone saying nice ass to that photo, to that woman. I'm like, that's the right spot at the right time. I mean, yeah. Cleveland horribly. But you did I was the like, right thing. You did the right thing, sir. <laughs> so please, more men, comment on people's asses. The moral of the story. Well, I think he read the room. He saw the kind of person that Samantha was, and you should always judge a book by its cover um, because I don't read, so um, I need them for decoration. (laughs) And But he also saw that she had a photo of herself right by the door at her house. Nice ass. Nice ass, yeah. And there was nothing like I felt like that was also like a comment, I don't know, Obviously, we don't want to encourage <laughs> catcalling or whatever, but the, it was like no, we there do. Was, there was something. That's... Yeah, that's <laughs> the point of this. But there was something measured about the way that he said it. That was like, "You have a beautiful ass, Madame, and I will yeah. leave you and never see you again." Like, exactly. let me leave you with this moment. Yeah, um, it's not like I'm going to hunt you down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, for sure. There was, um, yeah, what's. There's some like funny moments throughout the episode. <laughs> sometimes, Evie, sometimes when you're doing the podcast, it looks like you're operating a ship. <laughs> it looks like you're operating a spaceship because you're just leaning over, touching random things. Alarms are going off. <laughs> just like, yep. <laughs> Literally looks like I'm watching like Firefly and you're like hugging. Because it looks yeah. like you're filming it with a so potato. It is. It's so bad. How bad is my footage? Yeah, no one can see, but um. It's real bad, everyone. Just listening. I was, I was just looking over to my notes on the side. To see what, <laughs> okay, yeah. um, what were you going to say there? Yeah. Um, do you want me to just do like a rapid fire of funny moments in the that I that made me laugh? No, well, let's do that at the yeah. end, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, we'll, do, we'll keep going on themes, I reckon. Yeah, let's do. Uh, just talking about um, Samantha and the photo shoot. That's got to be one of the most iconic moments where she gets in and just plonks her foot on the stool. Just- no oh, music. that's so She's good. Like, give it to me raw. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, I'm ready. I'm yes. Ready. And oh, that was that was pretty good. Mm. That's full vag shot as well. Yeah. Like having your leg on a chair, that's being vulnerable. Totally. Like, that is and that's then she when makes, all my flaps would be out. She makes Charlotte look at it with magnifying. Oh my god. <laughs> and the, Charlotte's yeah. like, it's magnified. <laughs> it's like or just have the tone which is like, this is an art. I know. Samantha's like, because she leads her into it being like, I just need your artful eye to look at some like tasty photos of me. And then she like zooms right into her vagina. She's it's like, like she's baiting her. Yeah, she's like, oh, that was just my full frontal. I was just doing that to warm up. And it's Oh, yeah. So funny. But I, would you, like, would you all, if you got a nude shoot, well, A, would you get a nude shoot? And then would you shoot all your friends? Well, no. actually, this, we are recording this on the year anniversary that I sent nudes to a gentleman 
um, oh who said that he was going to make artwork out of it and I didn't want to and I did it. <laughs> and who was this again? And he just has this nudes. Yeah, he lives in Yarraville. I would what? name him, but I'm actually going to message him later tonight being like, hey, it's a year anniversary of you coercing me to give you nudes and you never delivered on the artwork. I know. Um, I had a lot of fun doing them, to be honest, but I'm just sad that he now has them because a lot of them were very mm. funny, like a lot of me doing mm. like cricket poses. There's one with me with a dog. I'm smiling oh, in all funny. of them because I read this thing about like revenge porn. It's less likely to get shared if you're smiling. <laughs> so oh, I'm like, oh, like yeah. a schoolgirl, like, hi. Smiling through the tears. I'm like, most of them are like, good one, good luck batting off to this one, you weird cunt. <laughs> Patrick, you were asking if we would do no. nude photos for empowerment. Would you guys do that? Would you get artwork or would you get photos? Um, both. I'd do both. I would do, I feel like more than nudes, I feel more like I just want like something that captures my face, but it's already too late. Um, so. <laughs> That's on Evie, the, you're so beautiful. It's on the decline. Yeah. So <laughs> catch it now before yeah. everything goes south. Totally. Get line drawings. Uh, maybe a portrait. I feel like it's a bit weird. I feel like I don't really look at my body that much. I'm not that. I yeah, I like my body in clothes and not that obsessed with looking that good when I'm naked. I guess. But maybe I should be. I don't know. Patrick, um, how about you? Would I do it? Hmm. Yeah, but the thing is, it would be more so it wouldn't like I'd hire a photo shoot just for me. Like I do it for other more artistic friends, like <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I like Jordan. You got some contacts? No, but like you know, there's like some really, I there's some really, you know, there's some really beautiful Instagram, like you know, um, artists who um, have their used Instagram and you know other platforms. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, to show their work, and I, and I actually really love it. I think it's really sexy and beautiful. Um, and but they're not like full. Some of them are like for their their, their account, but like you know, I like some that are um more um leaves the imagination especially like in underwear and or like you know yeah. things kind of a bit like obscure like I wouldn't mind doing something like that I've but been a, not, uh, sorry you go I'll just say but not like in the studio being like like a headshot like yeah. that would be weird I wouldn't yeah. want my balls and to be like highly airbrushed and shit like that yeah. I like them like a Polaroid or some more like um I'm just a bit different a bit I'm not like other guys I've, yeah. been a, I've been a model for life drawing and that was oh, mine yeah. that was also oh, when yeah. I was like 18 as well which is fucked up now because they really wanted me back. I mean, it was okay, but a lot of fucked up things happened. My ex-boyfriend um, was really upset with me doing life drawing. It was like to the point where he was really upset. Um, he was upset that I was like shaping my pubic hair to, for the life drawing because he was like, why are you doing that for them kind of thing. Oh, God. I was in an emotionally abusive relationship. <laughs> you weren't allowed oh, to shave your pubes. Rock on. But yeah, yeah, I was just like shaving Get my pubes in a way. And, it, and I was just doing it in a way where I would feel really comfortable being in front of a group of people. Yeah. Um, also, he was so against me doing it. And I was like, I'm going to do it because you get paid money and I was fucking broke. And I was also mm. like, this I think will be an empowering thing for me. Um, and uh, he said he'd drive me there and then he started kidnapping me and driving me away from it. Oh, my God. Um, and then he started kidnapping Well, it, it, that's what it is. Yeah. Where did he take you? No, he was just trying, he was just driving away from it. And he was like, yeah, I'll give you a look. And he started driving <laughs> oh and also speeding and stuff to scare me and oh stuff like that. Oh, my God. And what then, the fuck? Um, 
And then, uh, yeah, and then eventually I got out and I just went, I went to the place anyway and did it. And I also, I got so faint because you have to hold so still for so long. My whole body got so sweaty. But the thing that made me not go back, because I did it once or maybe I did it twice, <laughs> but I didn't go back because they wanted me back so badly because at that time my body um, was pretty much the same as like a um, per- person in the middle of puberty. Like, so it looks like they were, because I was a teenager, I guess, mm. but it looks like they were like, because you can't draw. And I think, I think they sent me this email, but being like, because, you know, you can't draw like, they didn't say teenagers. this, but because you can't draw like 14 year olds or 13 year olds or 12 yeah. year olds or whatever. And my boobs were like, just like kind of really coming in at 18 <laughs> or whatever. And I had the body of like yeah. <laughs> a person in puberty. They really wanted me back because I had a sense of innocence. Oh my god! Uh, in yeah. all, these, in all yeah. my poses, so I never went back. Picture, yeah. Yeah, so I, I never went back because I. And in, in, this was for an art gallery. This was for the National Art Gallery. In uh, art gallery can be pedophiles too. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Um, <laughs> Where was it in Melbourne pedophile? or in Brisbane? No, in, in, no, in Ballarat. Oh, in Ballarat. Ballarat. No, in Ballarat. Oh like the god. art gallery there, which was it, it was all legit. You did get paid. <laughs> But it was yeah. pretty fucked up in terms of um, I didn't go back because I was like, I feel like I'm being used for, like, kitty porn. Yeah. yeah that's oh God, That's such um, a weird realisation. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's also why I never trusted men until I was, like, 23 maybe um, that were hitting on me because I always assumed that they were sexual predators because I'm like, anyone at that point who was interested in me sexually, was I thought pedophile. that they were a pedophile because they still looked like a child. For sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Just just quickly on that one. On I I I also did a nude Molly for that art gallery too. But the first day that I did, the morning that I woke up, I had this massive rash all down my <laughs> groin <laughs> everywhere. And I was like, and then I borrowed Caitlin's foundation. Oh and my god! And I rubbed and I rubbed foundation all over my like leg and crotch and everything. And then I got there, and then it just started melting. Oh, <laughs> oh my shit! Um, and but I think they wanted me back for my hairy anus because they're like, now that's a bush. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just really stressful. But I would do it again. I'd do it now. I definitely do life drawing now. Um, I've, Ugh, actually no but there's so many creeps anyway whatever but I do it again I'd get if I could keep the art I'd do it because there was like a couple of artists in that um in that class also I had a blocked nose the entire time so my mouth was open oh. and then I got in trouble for showing my teeth because teeth are really hard to draw <laughs> so I was like no like can you not show your teeth can you stand with your hands behind your back <laughs> They're like, no. can you not smile? We can't wait to this. Yeah, it was exactly the same thing, Jordan. Um, Are teeth before. hard to draw? I guess it makes it look all munted if you get it wrong. So yeah, I think I think teeth are hard. All these my teeth are hard to draw. They're like, ugh. I have a, I, I have a dear friend whose dad got her face tattooed on his arm, and it it the teeth are fucked. Oh, yeah, the teeth are hard. Teeth are really hard. Um, but I would definitely do it again because I think. I don't know. I think it's cool. And I think Pat from doing a bunch of photo shoots for Hot Department where it's so sexually explicit, mm. it made me just be like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like, literally, I've got one of the photos framed. I want to get like 18 more framed. For sure, it's do like, it. Especially when we're in bed together, Pat, and I'm like naked in bed. I'm like, yeah. fuck, I look amazing. <laughs> and it's so funny, it's good. like... It's when you don't give a fuck. That's when you like, because those photos are like, yes. But you know, when I'm young and I'm trying so hard, I'm like, oh, something so weird about this. I know, like, yeah. there's a weird energy, but those it's photos like that, are hot. 
Thank yeah. you. It's, it's like um, that whole dancing and being vulnerable sometimes, you know, like <laughs> if you just go in thinking about it, then you're like, oh, um, you life is a dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and God is a DJ. Um, and and Leibowitz so gets the party true. started. Woo-woo. Um, well, it actually ties back to the episode in the last, I love the last sequence of this episode. I feel like it's just been with me forever. And I actually had a trip to Japan, um, in 2015 and played that real, it was like when I just broken up, um, with my ex-boyfriend and I felt really free and we used to play the, that song that I play at the end. What's it called? That's just me in Tokyo, you know. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun, and I love this episode's ending. Well, can you hear? Me? Have I gone? Yeah, 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 we can hear. Yeah. You. Okay. So, well, yeah. Let's let's go back to the to the fashion show. Mm. I. I was very much feeling for Carrie in that moment when they were like, wear this underwear, like just circling back to the things that we've been talking about. But I was oh, like, hell. I was like, no. And, she, and the fact, the moment she was like, I'm going to have to talk to someone. I was like, I feel like I, I would be that as well. Cause I'd just be yeah. like, no, well, no. Um, <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> if someone was like, please, I'd be like, okay. Um, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but if, um, yeah, the diamante undies and stuff like that, it's just like, like I, kids? yeah alan cummings disrespectful what were you gonna say pat i was just gonna say like that those moments are so like fight or flight like it, it reminded that like it reminded me of like when i was young mm. and when i was forced to play like afl or soccer with like all the boys mm. and the way that i had to like um differentiate a team would be some would have to have shirts on and some would have not <gasps> and then I and as soon as that happened I like I was like I need to run away I will like you know or I, I'd be like who do I talk to about this <laughs> totally um and they're like just go on the other team and there's an odd number but like that's like you know when you're just like confronted and like there's so much pressure there's time you're backstage and they're like put this on and it's like holy shit like I felt for Carrie yeah for sure and you have to summon up confidence that you weren't prepared to summon up you know what I mean you have to summon up some like Samantha confidence for that kind of moment or else like Mm. she was kind of expecting to wear a dress and just be herself and now Mm. she's like a dress that she loved yes and now I have to be like fucking fierce and like trust that I'm in these beige like kind of kind of see-through underwear be confident about my legs she's fucking like She's 35. She's 35 yeah. years old, which isn't that old, but it's not like you're, you know, 12 years old and don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm like about, you know, it's just like it's. Doing life drawing. Yeah, going to life drawing. Yeah, this was when I was 12. That's when I did that life drawing. And, and I was like, it's so good to have. <laughs> it's good to have you here. It's mean. It's you should have come back. We've got so many more nerds ropes for you to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you love having your little chocolates? Mm-hmm. Play with this doll. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that, she calls Samantha up. That's, yeah. That's oh. really sweet. And Samantha's like, you're a model. <laughs> Oh, that shit is oh, beautiful. So that nice. is yeah. So often in the series, we see these uh, these perfect friendship moments, and we see it in this episode as well. Like, for instance, at the start, when um, when uh, Samantha and Charlotte and Carrie are all like, "Oh my god, I would absolutely do this opportunity to walk on the mm. runway," and um, 
uh, Carrie's like, Miranda, and Miranda's just like, mm, like doesn't say anything. Like that's a beautiful friendship moment between them. And just like this friendship moment between um, Carrie and Samantha being like, I need someone who's going to tell me the truth. Yeah. I need someone who's going to hype me up and I need someone whose opinion I fucking value in this. Mm. And maybe someone who's like older than me too that can kind of give some wisdom. And that's exactly this moment with Mm. Carrie and Samantha. It's so fucking beautiful. Yeah. Um, Yeah, what kind of – yeah, go on. Also, Samantha's the perfect friend to bring back because not only will she tell you the truth but also she will – if it's wrong, she will be like, I know how to fix this. Whereas. Charlotte and Miranda would just be like, oh, my God, you don't do this. Say no. And Charlotte mm. would be like, oh, my God, like there's nothing to do. But, like, Samantha is like, I can hype you up and I can fix the situation. Problem solver. Take charge. Yeah. Sure. I am Samantha in this episode. This is a good episode for me. <laughs> <It's great>. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the song's perfect. And also when I was like, even the monologue's very like us and them, it's just – um. It is nice being like when real people fall down, they get up and yeah. walk again. And okay, wait, bring it back a bit though. <laughs> bring it back a bit though, because Carrie falling down, mm. I will never not laugh aloud it's to this so moment. Good. This is me and my sister. My sister and I sometimes call each other up randomly, being like, "Remember when Carrie falls?" <laughs> 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 It's so funny, and she doesn't get up for so long. And then it Heidi Klum so walks long. over her. She walks that over her. It's so humiliating. Spirit. It's the it's... funniest thing I've ever, oh. like, on Sex and City that ever it's happened. So it's so funny. And her, and her really feeling herself as she moves on, moves out, or, like, turns the corner. It's like, da na 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 and she like looks up and she's like, yeah, and walks and immediately just I love, stacks it. I the love funniest thing I've ever seen. That so, so much. And, that it, is... and her face after she falls is like still red and she's just like, like, I'm um, sorry, I'm yeah. um, sorry, I forgot it's not visual. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, do it again. <laughs> just, and the just... guy taking the photo constantly, she's like, stop taking my fucking Back picture. Yeah. That guy's a sociopath. That guy's I ass. love it though. I love, I love photoing real people and real bodies. I know. <laughs> but the fact, like, obviously it's for TV, but, like, it actually frustrated me for how long she was on that floor. I was like, get up! Like, what? Just get right up! Like, and she's like, uh, and it's, like, literally 10 minutes later, she's like, She is older, and also her heels weren't that high. I, like, I looking back at it, I was like, that's right, she's wearing, like, like an eight-inch heels or something like that. She's like yeah. Ariana Grande at her most recent wedding or whatever. Her most like, recent no. wedding. Yeah. <laughs> with her, her current wedding. husband. <laughs> with her current husband. But you, uh, but you know how Ariana Grande is wearing like massive um, platforms and that? Anyway, I was like, that's how high the heels are. They're not. They're just fucking like six-inch heels, like regular kind of mm. or three-inch. I don't know. How, what are inches? Don't you think like, like – Yeah. Do you reckon if you were like a runway model, like you would psych yourself out by just being like, don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. Mm. It's like when, like when I go running, all I can think about is like when I went running, um, all I would think about is like how big my tongue is. And then I would say, Oh my God, Jordan, that's disgusting. (laughs) But then I'd be like, I'm going to bite my tongue. Like I'd be like, I can't house this. When you were doing what? What were you doing? Running. I'd oh. be so scared that I'd like fall over and bite my tongue off. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, oh yeah, my God, yeah, my yeah, tongue. Yeah. Jordan, I would always, I whenever we ran, because we used to run together, whenever mm-hmm. we'd run, I'd always imagine myself tripping over the pavement and bashing my teeth into the ground and breaking all of my teeth yeah. and then having a bloody mouth that and breaking sucks. my nose as well. Like just really violently 
like someone like like curve stomped me or whatever the fuck it's called mm. like that's what I you just get those kind of well, my mom always head. used to tell me like what she's like obsessed with crossing the road and like being careful when you're crossing the road <laughs> I love like, crossing the road. I'm loves it. She loves it. And like she, was, she used to write like letters to the council all the time about this like big road that was near our house. <laughs> like, she's like, you need a crossing lady there. And like we went back recently and it's like this tiny street, suburban street. Um, but she was like obsessed. She's like always like, what if you're running across the road and then you fall and then you like fall onto the road and a car will come and run you over. <laughs> so I'm like always paranoid, like running and tripping and getting like run over by a car. Okay. <laughs> I love if your mum had like her top 10 like red crossings <laughs> um I have to tell you this is my first time watching the fall um and I gasped out loud like I was just yeah. like eating my dinner watching it I went because <laughs> I was like oh no because I was fully in the mind of like sex and city and where Carrie's insecurities were at the moment where I was like Carrie is so fucking insecure and then like when she fell I was like you'll never recover I know. oh <laughs> that's what I, but I'm re-watching this I was like it wasn't even like uh-huh yes this moment I was laughing aloud and then I was also thinking Carrie, this is the most humiliating moment of your, your life. life. You will always be sad about this. You're never going to stop cringing at this. You don't recover it. I mean, no. you do, but you don't. You get up and you do that double turn or whatever and, like, you make everyone, like, look at you. But it's so, so embarrassing. Oh You're going to be embarrassed forever. It's one of those moments. And, like, it's the same as, like, when someone, like, trips on, like, a Victoria's Secret thing or whatever. For but with sure. Carrie, it's so just because she's trying so hard. She's like not a model. She's not like it's not someone falling over at a job. She's a writer wearing (laughs) underpants, wearing this massive hair and this makeup. She looks great. Sure. She I mean, she looks okay. But like yeah, yeah, I wasn't. She still kinda looks like she kinda looks like the Joker or something. (laughs) (laughs) After she falls over and gets Uh. up. Because she she's like, she, I'm like, I keep doing that face. Okay, so she's basically like grimacing her way through the embarrassment she, of the fall. She she does <laughs> look insane. She looks insane, and then falling over and dealing with that. I'm like, yeah, this is the most embarrassing moment of your life. I'm. That's why it's the funniest thing ever. This is my perfect comedy. Is someone trying so hard and so much is on the line, and then it just fucking fumbling oh, and like sad. it just destroys in front and of them it's so stays funny. there for 10 hours and oh then my god it. that's why i'm like aren't you more embarrassed to stay there i would like get up straight away and go i mean like i obviously get these heels and like potentially getting up but i'm like i would instantly get up yeah and just start walking and be like wahoo yeah. you know try to like it, it like distract <laughs> everyone with some like I, I just distract them with like you know some moves but she like stays there for 10 days and then I keep exaggerating 10 years and then she like gets up and she oh I'm just like that makes it more embarrassing she takes so long and the way that she like makes herself more sprawled she's like it's already yes. down and she's, she's like, like literally she's, she's literally like clawing like, her way back up oh, she's doing what like, like the, that the grudge like yeah she's like, like fucking high makeup looks like she's been punched literally yeah. they should um, have done a big lip with a big eye no just done a big eye and then they did like lip liner it, that's the lip thing liner, that kind of ruined cray, it cray. yeah, yeah looks they like shouldn't have done nuts. it, it was, also yeah. guys there's some hot goss that um, I just looked up Heidi Klum then and she might be joining Sex in the City as a new Samantha. Fuck off. No, I know. It must be a joke. It must be like a joke. but um... Surely it's a joke. <laughs> I no, do then... love... Surely. Well, I heard girl. that, um, oh, my God, what's her name is joining from, fuck, from Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Who? Oh, yeah. Sandra Oh. Um, 
Yeah, I wish that'd be great. That'd be sick. I was like, whoa. Sandra Oh is amazing. I'm killing Ace of Actually, Sandra Oh would be incredible, but. And just make Sandra Oh and Miranda like best friends. Like totally, their That'd dynamic be so would be incredible. Did you hear of like that rumor, or someone had a fan fiction where they like um they the the way they'd bring back a uh, new Samantha was that they it opened with them being at Samantha's funeral, and then they're all crying, and then all of a sudden Jane Kowalski comes in, and she's like, "I'm the sister." And then, all of a sudden, <laughs> and then no, no, I couldn't her. stop thinking Guys, of comedy. There's I a black that. and white photo of Heidi Klum with the girls, apart from Samantha, and then it's like her caption saying, "How do you say Samantha in German?" It's been so hard to keep this a surprise, but I can finally share that I'm joining the new season of Sex in the City. Photoshop bullshit. I can't I wait to toss back that. some Cosmos. Um, kick bullshit. up on my eyes with these amazing ladies. It's bullshit. Cosmos. Right? <laughs> Cosmos. Cosmos. <laughs> I love my cosmos. <laughs> I drink my cosmos while read my cosmos. I'll share this link to you guys. Thank it you. will give us viruses. It sounds like one of those like, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like one of those like um, gossip, like gossip. <laughs> those, you know, like I'm thinking like 2006 yeah. old school with everyone and, like, pop-ups. Yes. There used to be that people, did you guys ever get the, the link for lemon party? Did anybody have any favorite like little quippy moments or quotes in this week's episode? I felt all this pressure all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> before, I was like, yeah, oh my God, I really have something to say. And I was like, it's not that important. No, say but, it. Well, no, there was two things. So like one, first of all, like it was just like, I love the relationship in this episode, but also throughout Sex and City between um, Carrie and... Um, Fuck, I don't know if I forgot his name. Uh, her, 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 her gay BFF, me. Um, what's his name? Stanford. Stanford. Oh, Stanford. Stanford. And just it, this, a lot, like the way that he's written a lot of the times is like, he's just like kind of like um, a funny prop where he'll like, or he'll be there to like, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, hyper up. And then he's like, hey, I've got this thing. She's like, I, I don't have time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, but I actually find it so funny. And it literally happens all the time. He's like, hey, I'm really depressed. She's like, oh God, Stanford. <laughs> he's always bringing me with your problems. So <laughs> like, true. Can you tell that I'm talking about big again? Um, uh... And that's just, I think that I like it was even more hilarious, especially when like she's backstage, obviously very frazzled, and he comes in, he'd be like, "She just try to set me up." She's like, "Oh God, Stanford, just shut up and give me a champagne." <laughs> she's like, "I'm a model now. Shut up." <laughs> um, um, that yeah. wasn't quite funny. That was so funny. Uh, I love that. Um, and then the other thing was um, a quick was like when um, the other Anthony when she, he was like asking, um, what's, "What's he look like?" And she's like, um, "Or like who would?" He, yeah, and he was like, "Who would he?" Oh no, someone was like who would they play you in the movie and um and i was just gonna put it up to everyone who would you um have play you in a movie mm. me i need a, i need a job <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, what why oh this is a fun game why don't we do like um <laughs> no we propose say. the game <laughs> <laughs> and you're like yeah, yeah that's fun but like maybe if i just Figure out a game that's better. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying the game basically, but it's just like a slight twist um, where we all have to say what the other person, who they would be played by in a movie. Oh, True. easy. Um, Scarlett yeah. Johansson would play all of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets every role, of course. Yeah. <laughs> especially me. Um, <laughs> no, she gets your role, Ovi. Yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. yours. Everyone. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm really bad at like pop knowledge, but I guess um, maybe Isla Fisher for you, Honor. 
Fuck you. No, that's great. Yeah, totally. But also, um, I feel like personality-wise, we're very different. Totally. I'm like, sorry with the all. red hair. <laughs> I'm just going like red hair. Maybe like Borat for you, Pat. <laughs> not, not Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, <laughs> no, I, my, uh, you'd all be CGI'd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to be a cartoon. Or Lego. Actually, circling back to the nude, Lego nude um, mm. statue. That would be very funny. That you'd be, fucking, be, um, fucking what's her face that you want to fuck. Shelley's Theron. Shelley's Theron. No, no. I do look like Shelley's Theron in my Kate McKinnon. Bingo from SNL. Oh, what's her name? Kate, Kate McWinslet. You want to fuck Kate McKinnon? Jordan does. Oh, yeah. oh briefly you? for the story. She's uh, cool. Yeah. Why not? Why, of course, you'd fuck Kate McKinnon. Jordan. <laughs> Absolutely, well, but the way that I would fuck her now would be different to the way that I wanted to fuck her four years ago. Yeah, yeah. I'd be better. How would you fuck her four years ago? <laughs> <laughs> Terribly. <laughs> With chains and whips and. <laughs> um, uh, no, I just I'd be like I'm in love with you. Whereas this time I'd be like I'm fucking a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Like- sure. Yeah. Um, who would I be? I don't know. Who do you think you'd be? Um, um, Misha Barton. <laughs> yes, Misha Barton. Really? Cool. Yeah, I, I haven't really watched the AC, but I'll take it. Oh, you it. know Aubrey Plaza? Yes, oh, Aubrey yeah, Plaza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate her. But I do not hate her, but I... <laughs> Well, Abby, I hate her character. She used to annoy me so much, but I think it's just because it was like so like me. Yeah. That's so annoying. You hate. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Mm. But she's cool. Mm. Pat, I'd get a um a branch, a fallen branch to play you. <laughs> a fallen branch that a three-year-old was swinging around. I'd get a toilet brush uh-huh. with a wig. But, um, mm. A toilet <laughs> brush with googly eyes. Um, yeah. Michelle Branch. Michelle Branch. <laughs> <laughs> can play you in the next one. Uh, in the next you... one, in the sequel. Pat, if we're talking about like vibes, maybe like um in I'm just thinking Parks and Rec. <laughs> Parks and Rec, like the nerdy guy that she falls in love with or ends up with. Adam Scott. Is oh, Adam, Adam Scott. Scott. Sort of a, he's I, cool. I, I like his he's career. Funny. He's he's got a very mm. good um career. Very And it'll yeah. be topped off by playing you in a movie. <laughs> yeah. I get John Early to play. Thank you. No, I'd be jealous. I'd just be like, ugh. You know what? I'd want either Fred Armisen or Cola Scholar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Or Benedict, Benny Drama. Yeah. Did you wear Gucci today to match the um, match the episode? Yeah, bitch. These Gucci, oh that was $20. Um, That's sick. Yeah. It's not really Gucci. It's not real Gucci, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got these in lockdown because we wanted to, like, <laughs> my, my friend, he, that, they're, like, up. this famous crocheter, but instead we made them, like, um, put these dumb frill things on the side. <laughs> yeah. um, other funny moments. Mm. Right. Oh, um. we had an iconic line in it when um, Carrie is talking to the Vogue photographer and she says, mm. um, I used to eat, I, I would skip dinner because I couldn't afford oh. it and buy copies of Vogue because that would fill me. I was like, mm. I know this line. I've seen this yeah, line. That's it's a, very... a bit of an adorable line, isn't it? Mm. And also it's definitely got that 90s heroin chic. Yeah, for um, sure. Who needs dinner when you can just eat paper? <laughs> totally. 
Please, I'm so hungry. Earth um, man, girling was like kind of scary to me. It just like made me um made me feel gross. She looked I like a baby. A triggering. <laughs> but I also I do think it's triggering because I think it's that I feel Eating like disorder. especially when they yeah oh yeah but oh, oh, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> Eating, Eating disorder. disorder. <laughs> I was going to say that, but that is something that it could have triggered um, potential people. It could be triggering, triggering people right now. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. What up? No, but uh, yeah, no, I think I think it was triggering in terms of being a woman who's successful in their careers mm. and yet still the person you look up to are mm. uh, supermodels. And, yes. and it, of course you look up for, to supermodels for mer- many reasons, but a lot of it is just beauty. Mm. And she's like, they're so beautiful. And for that, for someone like Carrie, who is really beautiful and who is, you know, relatively successful in her career and has, like, friends and lives in New York and lives mm. by herself in an apartment and all this kind of stuff and has this success, is still looking up to models and still obsessing over that. Yeah. I think that is so evocative of, like, the women, like female experience mm. in life or, or women's experience or anyone's real experience being like we are looking up to these gorgeous creatures mm. and they're the kind of people that we want to be really mm. deep down it's really fucked up because mm. we see our worth is in beauty it kind of felt like because i feel like now it's since the discussions changed to like uh, hopefully it's changed in the pop culture about like you know all bodies are okay and all this all of this stuff i feel like that period particularly i guess like when um i guess we've all like spoken about eating disorders before but like literally websites that were like thinspo and stuff it's like who cares about reality when you could just live in a dream and like be non-existent in this like model world and it's just like really hyping up like I don't want to even talk about my dinner or like oh I didn't spend any money on it because of this like fantasy world and it's like Carrie grow up Mm. definitely yeah totally and everybody has that like um I just think of like Australian male culture as well as like the way that they Mm. look at footballers is they're still like they still have that dream Mm -hmm. of what could have been and like I feel like there's a whole group of like men who are like "Uh, if I hadn't got that injury I would have made the states and the scout was there whatever it is but like (laughs) there's like it's the same kind of thing did Victoria's Secret get um shut down the oh, yeah, show? I don't think they exist anymore because I feel like Fenty. Uh, wait, what's Rihanna's uh, brand? Fenty. Uh, yeah, Fenty. Fenty. Fenty kind of um, took over, like in terms of being like, cool, we can do lingerie, but it's not so exclusively white, oh, thin, yeah, yeah, um, models. Also, I think it's um, it's it's depressing though because it's still all about beauty. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And we've already had this conversation. I think we had this conversation in lockdown. I feel like. <laughs> it's been re- released recently but yeah. it's still that obsession with beauty because even now it's yeah. like yeah everyone's beautiful it's mm. like why the fuck are we talking about beauty all still, the time totally. still our worth is our beauty it's like you can be old and still a model or whatever or you can yeah. you know carry <laughs> still be a model. like you're you, you are beautiful <laughs> yeah but like this is idea of like it's like it in a way it's kind of still the beauty trap now totally um because it's like yeah everyone's beautiful it's like why the fuck are we aspiring to beauty so much why is beauty the most important thing to Mm. be 
why isn't it like, you know, our careers or our creativity mm. or our success or, or just being a good person or being kind or, or whatever? Why is For it always sure. like, hey, even though you're fat, you can be beautiful. Like it's all like. <laughs> Cheer I mean, up. You're beautiful. Yeah. Well, like, but yeah, yeah even nowadays. I'd like a there is, decent minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would like, I would like a better government. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. I'd like more support and security in this world. Um, I'd like fucking some uh, welfare from the government during a two-week lockdown. Oh, I know. Um, you're right, you're beautiful. So yeah. yeah, well, that's the thing. Thank goodness I'm beautiful because, like, that's what's and important. Can... Oh, my God, guys, I got my first um, message on Instagram for, like, a sugar daddy and it sounded really fun. He was, like, um, he was, it was, like, eight. It was super long and he's just, like, hello, I don't want to. He's, like, I don't want to. computer? <laughs> Oh man, it's just like you're beautiful, but I don't want to have sex. I just want to give you money to help you go shopping and live uh, your best life. And I'm like, uh, say yes. <laughs> yeah. I was just like tempted. I'm like, okay, that sounds kind of fun, I guess. I was joking, but I mean, it's, it's like I didn't respond. But um, it was just like it was just like it was like the day after I spent like a thousand dollars at Uniqlo as well. So uh, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, too little, I was too like, late. Watching me, and I used to do want to go shopping all day and have fun. Yeah. Um, if if someone did contact me, being actually yeah, <clears throat> if someone did contact me, um, wanting to just give me money for like nothing in return and for me to be like a financial dominatrix or something, yes, and just want me to spend all of your money, I will do it. Would I do would it. absolutely do that. Good night, everybody. Um, <laughs> thanks so much for listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, guys. I thought we should end our next yeah. show. That's so funny. <laughs> I will, but it should start as like a hyper-realistic, like sketchy big bong bong and then slowly whittle down to. So if you would like to sign up, my email is. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. Um, write that down. Good. Uh, yeah. This is how we devise. This is how we devise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really yeah. loved this episode, guys. I'm keen to hear about your ratings. What do you, What do you rate it, Pat? Ah, uh, a good. Uh, what it out of? Um, <laughs> um, I would I would give it four me likeys. Mm. Out of four. ten. <laughs> Out of ten. Um, Four out of ten. I was getting out of five. I know you're being oh. creative, but we're rare. We're rating it out of ten. So if you could No one gave me script. instructions, okay. Um oh yeah, well then I'd probably give it a um a, a, a nine out of ten. Right. Daddy likey. Mm-hmm. 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 Nine um, daddy likeies. I give it um an eight. Because um <laughs> because i did really like it but it was triggering totally absolutely that's completely fair i give a 10 out of 10 i've given the last two i gave uh, the last episode a 10 as well these two episodes i feel like are iconic episodes in sex history and this is an episode that i'll talk to about my sister all the time because it's so fucking funny and i feel like it really shows the human condition and our um I don't know, obsession to be models. And when you see that fail in us be human, it's fucking so funny. It's so funny watching someone fail so hard. Um, And it makes Carrie kind of, yeah, it's so, it's such a good fall. It's such a good fall. Um, Yeah. So I give it a 10 out of uh, 10. Mm -hmm. I give it a nine out of 10. Season four, my friends, it's looking fucking good. It's so good. I think season four is actually epic. 
I think it might be the best season. I remember a couple months ago I was watching, I just kept watching from season three because I was like, I just kept binging season four because it's so fucking good. So I'm so excited, Jordan, for you to mm. go on I'm this so journey. I'm so excited for you, Jordan. And watch season four. It's fantastic. So good. Oh, my God. It's um, so good. Thanks so much for being the best uh, guest, Pat. <laughs> I was going to say host. I will be hosting next week. <laughs> <laughs> No, thanks for having me. This is actually so much fun. I, this is I love this. Do you have any parting um, thoughts for us as your because we'll never see you again, I assume. <laughs> dead to us now. Um, um, treat your gay best friends like a plant. Uh, water them regularly. Um, and um, and make sure to um, listen to their words. Mm, and give them ketamine. Um, and give them lots of ketamine. Oh, and fucking, um, nice. Um, we're always there with the puppers. Um, no, I don't. I, I, I don't have anything. I'm not inspirational, but um, I'm. You're um, inspirational to me. Life, life is a da- like I said earlier. Life is a dance. And <laughs> I was, life is and a when highway. You, when you fall down on the runway, stay there for forty hours <laughs> and squirm, and then think about maybe getting up. You know, honestly, I want to squirm. I watched the episode twice tonight and both times I made me laugh out loud so hard. So funny. It's so funny. Oh, God. I will, I did actually today when I was trying to write something, I wrote about Julia Gillard falling over Please and do. how it's so funny. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The footage of Julia Gillard falling over. When did she fall over? Oh, my God. I'll send you a link, Evie. Oh, It'll make your day. God, it's so funny. Anyone losing grace in a moment is very funny. Oh, it's so good. Have you quickly on the last um, last minute, have you guys ever stacked it somewhere publicly? Always. All the time. <laughs> That's that you thought that was funny or like worth mentioning? No, I've stacked it and become furious because no one helped me. Like I was running to a fucking tram in his dumb shoes. Like dumb as in like they were flat and like real skitty. And I stacked it on the ground and then I was on the phone with someone and like everyone went, like everyone just like looked at me and was watching me on the ground and I like stacked it really hard. Oh I've stacked it so many times. I stacked it on a train, on like in between a train and the train tracks. Jordan was Whoa. there. Um, but I, anyway, and then I was yelling she on the phone like, you. oh my God, I just fell over and no one helped me. <laughs> no one helped me. And Jordan did push me on the track set. <laughs> my dad oh, fell over so outside rude. of Woolworths and um, and oh, he completely dislocated, tore his meniscus and like dislocated oh. his ankle. <laughs> No one would help him. And these people were just walking past. And he was like, Oh, really? That is funny. Years ago, and people were like, Oh my God. makes me really sad. People are horrible. People are horrible people. Especially when uh, like more mature people fall and they make that like, Ah! Like, really? My mum's fallen. It's the worst guttural, like, (laughs) Yeah, you forget that it's like a big deal. (laughs) They're really like, When my mum falls to it, she's like, Help! So desperate. It was like my host mummy fell down the stairs after being like, Pay attention, mama. My, my host, my host mum, she was like, oh, we're going down these um in France, we're going down these um slippery stairs because there was ice everywhere. And she was like, Pay attention, mama. C'est très glissé. C'est très très glissé. Um 
il faut euh, <laughs> aller trop, euh, trop lentement. Or something. I don't know. I just oh speak French God. well, but like, très grisé. And then I was going downstairs and I just kind of like walked down and I was like, oh, it's fine. And then she was stepping down them and she was like, oh, 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 oh,